recording. I'm in the bottom right now. It's recording. It's recording right now. I hit that already. (laughs) No, well, you didn't because it's now recording. We are now on the Scrubland podcast. Okay. So whatever you did, you failed. I hit that and it started the clock turning. No, it didn't. I absolutely did. I waited for it to start moving. I'm in the well, bottom. Well, then I turned it off when I sat down. Okay. I'm an <laughs> asshole. All in the bottom. <laughs> I'm in the bottom, <laughs> Hey, guys. Bottom. Welcome to the Scrubland Podcast. It's episode number 73? 1200. 74, 73, something like that. Swerve. We don't even know anymore. Uh, it's been a good long night. It's Super Bowl weekend. <laughs> uh, we just got done I watching think, an MMA think, fight. All right. Hold up. All right. So this is Chris Casby, DCL, and our buddy Will Haas here. Yeah. And We're at the Third Street Diner. We may or may not be drunk. No, that's the best. This is season two, Chris Guys. Are we ta- always drunk in season two? Well, how many times do I have to tell you that season two is all about the spice of life? That you have to be... The spice of life is you, saffron. You have to be in the moment. So there's no doubt. In, I'm in drunk. Be, be, Will, Will, be, Haas, Will Haas is drunk. I don't know about the other two, but I'm drunk. in the moment, in the bottom. Will Haas, you tipped that girl about 200% to get her number. Uh, 150%. 150%, yeah. Well, you tell her 200 and then you give her 150 and you hope that she doesn't <laughs> notice. Yeah, but and her, her manager comes over to make sure it's legit. Yeah. I mean, but, yeah. and then you hope that her number is legit tomorrow morning. Um, uh, yeah, it's it's on my arm, though, so we'll find out. Uh, uh, Will Haas tipped her, uh, like, $80. $100. I, I tipped her 3 so I, you tipped her like three dollars. I tipped her one dollar. My tab was like did she $15. autograph? Did she yeah. autograph? Yeah, no, she autographed. She autographed it, and uh, my tab with the autograph was like fifteen bucks. So I was wow, like, yeah. right, you can still have an extra. I was gonna I, say because I pulled her aside and I told like her she do not like autograph. Like, she got like a good forty percent. No, I was gonna say like I had two beers and that came out to about nine dollars, like nine fifty, and so I was like, uh, that seems like a lot. I'm gonna give you a dollar. So I'm pretty sure you autograded me. <laughs> but you were you were up on the fights though. I mean, you were up I, ten dollars, and then however much you won off Creech. I chose the correct fighters in three of four matches. In other words, Brazil. Brazil. <laughs> but this is a Magic the Gathering podcast, right? So, uh, wait a minute, wait a minute. Before we start talking about Magic, Cars, yeah. What did or didn't happen in the restroom just now? Oh God. You really want to talk about this? Yeah. In the bottom. What does it mean to be in the bottom? So, <laughs> so in the city of Richmond, there's a couple different areas. There's the West End, there's the Fan, there's South Side, there's North Side, and then there's the bottom. And the bottom might sound like the shittiest area, but it's really pretty nice. Um, yeah, it's pretty shitty. Well, it's where all the business is, <laughs> but then all the business also kind of feeds off all the underbelly of the city. And so that's, like, you know, downtown. So we're downtown. We're at the Third Street Diner. And uh, so I really need to pee as soon as we get in here. And I go up to the door, and I, I hit the knob, like, immediately. And the guy's like, I'm in the bottom. I'm like, oh, shit. All right, fine. I'm like, that seems very specific to the location that you are, but fine. <laughs> also, you are not in the bottom. <laughs> and so I turn around, and I'm like, I'm going back. I'm like, fine. And I'll, wait, I'll wait my turn, right? Yeah, so I get all the podcasting stuff out, and we're, we're getting ready. And I'm like, you know what, guys? I literally cannot podcast before I pee. So I go up there, and the, the bathroom's open now. I go in there. I, I'm, I get going. I'm midstream, and I the doorknob rattles, and then he knocks. And I, like, I paw it. Like, I'm, like, frozen. I'm like, oh, shit. Wait, so did you stop peeing? 
No, I didn't. Well, you can't it, really stop pee because it hurts. Well, but like, stop like, it like that. It, well, I wouldn't say it hurts, but it's like shocking. It's more of an exercise. Yeah. <laughs> it's it's exercise. Like, dude, I've tried to stop mid pee before, and I couldn't do it because I stopped. I did it, and it hurt so bad that I just let it keep going. <laughs> I wouldn't. I would not describe it that way. However, it was shocking, and so like, I was just like, these, I was like, oh, these these assholes are, are playing a prank on me, and so I was like, well, I'm in the Pray bottom. I'm in the bottom, Pray and so I yeah, and <laughs> and so the, so the guy just shrugs, and then literally, so, right, you, so you can see him at this point. You can see him shrug. I heard him shrug. <laughs> you heard him shrug. I heard him okay. shrug because he visualized because. Currently, after he shrugged, the the women's bathroom is right next door. He just shrugged and then opened the women's bathroom and definitely went in there. That's what I, that's what I told you. And to that's do. what you told me to do. But I'm not brave enough to go in the women's what bathroom. Do you mean you're not brave enough? It's I mean, the same toilet. Yeah, it, it's open. If you gotta go, you gotta go in the women's bathroom. I didn't have to go that bad. I'm not willing to like violate the women's bathroom there at that point. There was nobody in there. So I don't know that. You know, I don't need to knock right. on the. I don't need to knock on the so women's the bathroom and have her right, say I'm so in the bottom too. The bathrooms here are like, situated in such a manner that you walk. There's like no doors on like the actual bathrooms. So when you walk past, that's you can not see true. If there are doors. In. What there are you talking are doors, about? Have though. you been back there? Not since the remodel, apparently. There are there are doors back. <laughs> there is a door with a knob and a lock. All right. So if. If I really have to go, and I knock on the bathroom door of the men's bathroom, and some dude tells me they're in the bottom, I'm going in the women's bathroom. <laughs> I'm just going to be honest. I mean, like, I'm like, going. The phrase, I'm in the bottom, kind of refer- <laughs> like, that. that's like, I'm in it for the long haul. I'm going right? to be here. I'm going to be here a while. <laughs> that, that's right. what you're telling me. So I was me. actually thinking about this the other day, when I was in the bathroom at, at uh, Target, I think, oh. and I heard someone oh, kind of jiggle the handle, and I was like... Uh, I was like, oh, occupied. Yeah, I didn't know what to say. I was like, I was thinking about it, and I was like, because I was like finishing up, like I was cleaning, you know, my tissue. You were at the end, yeah. Right. So I was thinking about how the best way to put that was, and I was like, I think I should say, I'm fourth on deck. What? Like you're batting cleanup. <laughs> All right. So, so my my, <laughs> phrase, my go-to phrase there is, give me a sec. Give me a sec. Yeah, I'm no, give me a sec is I'm like I'm cleaning this shit up. Give me a sec. And I'll I feel be like right that's out. Awfully ordinary. No, but you want <laughs> to. Ari, give me a sec. Is Ari? I'm saying no. You, but you can sum everything that's going on up very quickly with "give me a sec." <laughs> the phrase "I'm in the bottom" means a whole uh, different have, thing. I've yeah. also used the term. I'm in I'm the bottom. <laughs> I'm in the bottom means I'm here for the long haul. I find the other restroom or like wait your damn turn. Cause I'm in the bottom. The long haul is apparently a minute and thirty seconds. Because that's how long Diesel hung out here before he was like, I can't wait anymore. I can't wait anymore. I'm gonna go. I was gonna go use the women's bathroom. I was really at that point. And no, but then it was it was, it was, available. The bottom was no, free. but apparently the phrase "I'm in the bottom" is like code for it's cool to go use the women's bathroom. That's like like no man, just go try the other one. That's like that's it. All right, like I could just hang a blue handkerchief on the on the doorknob if you really need me to. I don't know. No, nothing. Okay, no, I got really weird looks for that one. All right, I'm sorry. Uh, this Who is carries a... around handkerchiefs. Uh, well, I didn't bring my tie with me. Like if, I need, if I need to put a tie on my bathroom door when I'm deuce. using the bathroom, I'm taking a deuce. Like I don't know. I didn't bring my tie with no. me. No, no. That's a microphone, right? That's a yes, microphone. it is. 
<laughs> okay. Uh, is that bad? <laughs> argument about it. Oh. Okay. I said it was a telescope before I saw that. No, no, no. We're we're recording a podcast. What if it yeah. was a telescope? What would happen? Yeah. Well, what would happen if it's a telescope? I would think it was. Well, if we were like getting a very in-depth view of the sign that's <laughs> above the bar. You know something? Yeah. What if we just eat our nachos and mozzarella sticks? Is that cool? <laughs> yeah, that's awesome. <laughs> With telescopic I lenses. I grab those out your way, guys. You want more coffee? Um, no, I'm alright for now. If you can give me like two minutes, I'll follow. <laughs> Thank you so much. <laughs> so this is a Magic the Gathering podcast. We talk about Since when? Uh, cards and stuff. Um. And mostly beer and stuff. <laughs> all right, so stop beating around the bush. So, what, the biggest thing that happened here in this past? All right, so no, there were a lot of okay. We don't we don't podcast that often I was anymore. About to say, I, was like, I don't know if you guys noticed. We don't we don't podcast as much. I as mean, we, we try. But um, the most recent big news was Bloodbraid Elf and Seething Song. No longer cards. Um, I mean, to be fair. Seeding Song hasn't been a card in a while. No, but the thing is, Seeding Song was the representation of Turn 3 Kills. And they printed this card called Past in Flames, which actually enabled Seeding Song to become this degenerate... Like, what did they think they were going to do with that? I don't know. I don't know why they would print a card like Past in Flames, because it did jack shit for the format it was in. Like... Modern, like standard or block or whatever they thought they were printing, they're like, "Well, we we're reprinting Flashback again, so let's try to shake up the Eternal formats." And they're like, "Ah, oh, well, we did it, and Seething oh, Song, Seething Song <laughs> is really good. Bad. It's not good enough for Legacy, but it turns out it broke Modern." Because I honestly don't think that if Past in Flames was legal... Then that, 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 yeah, that deck that, wouldn't be a real deck. Like, Seething Song would not be a viable portion of that metagame. Like, they already banned Right in Flame. And so, like, like, how many accelerants do you have to ban to stop combo? And I understand... all of them. The thing is, I understand why they're willing to ban a card like Seething Song in Modern, because the card... It, you either ban the card that enables all the combos, or you ban the combos themselves. And the problem is when you ban the combos themselves, people find a way to play that combo, regardless of how you ban it. They're either gonna go to like some like janky blue red green version, or like some acceleration thing, or they're gonna they're gonna find a way to make that combo work, regardless. So we'll you, try. So, if you can choose the most broad version of the enabler that is towards most combos, which is, I don't know if Eggs is using it, I don't think so, but like, there are other, but like, Pyromancer's Ascension was using that card, and there are versions of Storm that are not even using Pyromancer's Ascension, they're just Grape Shot, Pyromancer's Swath, and Empty the Warrens type decks. That are just seething songing, and they they even said it doesn't always get you a turn three kill, but it can get you a turn three kill if you really want it. And we don't want turn three to be the turn where you die in modern. We want you to live past that turn. So if that is the point where they want the format to be, fair, sure. 
there are plenty of other combo decks you can play in modern that kill on turn four without seeding song. Like very easily. Alright, so Kiki Kiki Jiki being the the main culprit. So okay, so to be fair, I don't think anyone really like okay, so seething song was a thing, it's been a thing for a while. Nobody was really pissed off that they fucking banned seating song. <laughs> I, I, I'm actually pretty pissed off because you can't play Hive Mind anymore. Hive oh, yeah. Mind. Yeah, uh, I was about to break the format with Hive Mind. Were you going to Hive Mind in Modern? I was. Yeah, I Hive Mind at uh, Rockville, and it felt incredible. Saving song in Modern. Yeah, in Modern, Hive Mind at a PTU. Yes, at a PTU. I was four zero. I had double winning in, and I failed. But Seething Song is integral to that deck, and it just killed it. Like, wow. I, I, I do not feel like Seething Song deserved the axe whatsoever. I'm honestly pretty surprised that that, that was even a... Like, Will, I, I hadn't heard that before now, and honestly, that makes me believe in the ban for Seething Song even more. Because this is not a format that... That you should die to some really dumb shit like that. Alright, alright. <laughs> to be fair, Hive Mind was some really dumb shit. It, it was probably the fastest combo deck in the format, because you could go turn to uh, the uh, the artifact that gets charge counters for each color you paid. What is it called? Chromatic uh, Sphere. No. Or uh, Chromatic something. Chromatic Prism. What's it do? You get two counters on it, and you can remove two counters to add two mana of any color that you paid into it. It had Sunburst. Yes. I think it's, cr- it's Chromatic Prism or something like that. Uh, that is not the name of it, but yes, we, we are on the right point. But you can basically go to that turn two, turn three, and seeing Song, Hive Mind, Pack, kill you. I mean, that's turn three kill. Yeah, that's the deck. Turn three kill. But nobody was playing it. No, not at all. No one was playing it. And it's because the format, and this is this is leading up to our next point, the format was so taken over by the fact that Bloodbraid Elf, Jund decks, mostly Jund decks that included Bloodbraid Elf, were forcing the format so hard that not, that people stopped playing counterspells altogether. Like, this is a format, like, Modern is a format with a lot of very interesting, diverse counterspells. And something that we've learned about Bloodbraid Elf is that traditional counterspells are not good enough to stop it. Because Bloodbraid Elf is literally two cards printed on one card. And I'm not saying that it's the best card or it should have been banned, but that when you make a card like that, when I print a one-for-one counterspell and you're playing a two-for-one card, it's very difficult for a deck that wants to play counterspells to fight it. Um, I actually took some gorilla on the go audio of this at the <laughs> shop today. It includes myself, Chris Gasby, and Will Haas. I don't know how well it's turned out, uh, but there are a couple other guys from the shop there as well. I'm going to try to clean it up as best I can, and I'm just going to go ahead and cut to it right now um, because we had a, a pretty lengthy five or six minute discussion about why Bloodbraid Elf got banned. Oh, it's way longer than that. Uh, I only recorded about that much, so <laughs> like, about that? We yeah. Um, so I mean, this this should give you an idea of like how people think about Bloodbraid Elf.
most of the combo decks. And nobody could do anything. But then it adapted. Judges started playing four Lilianas and more Buff Decays, more Maelstrom Pulse. And they can easily beat the enchantment deck. So, I, your, your point is, oh, this interactive deck, somebody brewed it up and was innovative? You don't want that? What I don't want. Nope. I, want I want people to be able to innovate with all the tools. And I want them to stop over-regulating. I will, if, it, if it's that open, let everyone play with everything. It, it's still a young format, though. They, they don't want it to just die like they've extended. Been doing, they've been doing these for two years. This isn't a young format. It is a young format. I mean, it's young in the grand scale of things. I just feel like after two years, they're still like tweaking and doing knob turning. You only get so like many. You only get out. so many modern seasons per year, though. It's not like everybody's just grinding this shit year round. You get a PvP season, you get a Pro Tour season of it, and then that's it. It's certainly not played the, as much as standard. Well, okay, so, so the big issue that that they cited was that we did we ran four Grand Prix and there was a Bloodbraid Elf Jund deck. Oh, the reasoning for the ban was awful. In the I don't think they should have banned Bloodbraid. Like, but that being said, the fact that they just continually banned things, like yeah, they did need to ban Bloodbraid because Bloodbraid was the top tier card compared to all the other. Like when all the other cards that let you like compete with Bloodbraid, there's only one deck playing it though. One deck ran Bloodbraid. That was the reason for uh, banning it because only Jun played Bloodbraid. If it was that good, should no, we all be no, trying no, to find okay, some but, way to play but what it? They, but what they said was, we we wanted Jund specifically to be less powerful, right, that's and why we were they... looking for a card that we could take away from Jund. Yeah, their, their methodology that, was that, that the other decks, terrible. Like The way that they explained it was literally, like it, it just seemed like, Oh well, Jund was one of those decks that people complained about. We didn't nerf it like with the, <laughs> the band list, like we, we did didn't just decks. take away their best card. Or it's like, anything. well, we took fairies, and we took you know like affinity, and we took cobblade. Oh, we didn't, we didn't really take anything from Jund. I mean, Damn, we screwed up. Let's take, let's take one. Well, well, is this just the, the well, argument that it's like ban, ban everything, everything until Mana Drain is good, and then ban Mana Drain? Like, I don't know. Because we've been through this cycle before. As what you're saying before I played Modern, and then I realized it was an awesome format. So it is an awesome format. That's, a, that's the problem. Is that it's really awesome, and then they keep betraying players' trust. Yeah, it sucks. They, like, it sucks. <laughs> well, yeah, that sucks. People are going to get upset, and it's still going to be a good format. Well, it's. I don't think it's going to prevent people. Like people on the internet or whatever are going to rage out. And they're gonna say they're gonna stop playing the format, but guess what? If they keep running it as a PTQ format, we're gonna keep playing it. <laughs> like, that's what happened to Extended, right? I don't no, know. that's not what happened to Extended. Extended, they ran a PTQ format. They gave they gave Extended what two seasons? Uh, and changed, nobody showed up. Yeah, <laughs> and well, just like, yeah, we're done. I it was know. very bad. The way I feel they should ban stuff is where things become oppressive or they're completely unfun to play against. To me, Junner Twin is completely unfun to play against. Play a dude on turn three, play an enchantment on turn four, tap your dude, kill you. I, yeah, now, I, don't, I like, don't like playing Obviously, Kiki Jiki's next on the block, right? That's my mindset. Like, for now Kiki Jiki's the best. But, but their method of bannings isn't like that. They, they kind of want to fuel diversity and innovation. They're kind of like uh, the government putting restrictions on the economy. And, and then us as players, like businesses, are going to do their best job at adapting and. You just find the next yeah. You find the next best way to be Or you move to Switzerland. Yeah. <laughs> just play it and beat me with it. You find the next best way to be broken. I mean, Jung wasn't great against anything. I think, it was just I think now that we don't solid. have blood yeah. combo, so I think now that we don't have blood combo, combo Kiki is probably the best card. Kiki is awesome. half a top uh, Kiki Kiki is combo. Oh, buddy, that deck is a yes, it is. I mean, it's in a deck it. that isn't necessarily combo. It's the, well, the burning yeah, pot decks are really hard to fight. 
I don't, I don't know. That's, that's what I'm saying. Now that like, we don't have, like, combo to race it, and we don't have Jun just outcarded. I mean, it. but like, so I feel like Kiki Jiki is just the best so like, card now, right? So, I mean, what's next? Is it like, is it Birthing Pot and Kiki Jiki? Just ban no, I don't think they ban Birthing Pot. They probably ban Kiki Jiki. The best deck in modern is now Red White Blue Geist. That deck was great. I don't know how that, that, deck, that deck was good before they banned Blood Raid Elf. Yeah. <laughs> it's now the best deck. I like that dude's deck a lot. When I saw that before the Blood Raid Bays, I was gonna build that deck and play it. Now I'm just like, well, I, now it's principle. Like, I would never play a Blood, blood Raid in modern. That's just not how I just play Magic. But the fact that they did that, I was just like, I actually, it's just principle at this point. And, like, you can say it's me making excuses. I mean, you didn't play I mean, you may be right. I don't know. But you didn't play I'm just before. saying, I'm just not interested. No, because there was nothing that really seemed cool to me. But when I saw that dude's deck list, I was like, man, that's something that I would like playing. Which one? Because the type of decks that I like to play weren't viable in the format. Which guy's, which guy's deck? Uh, red, white. Blue, uh, like Nice to say drafts and yeah. stuff. I, had, I saw no decks that appealed to me. The closest thing was the Rugscape combo deck. And I was like, okay, I'll think about that. And then after seeing Todd Scott play, I was like, I don't even like that. Oh, after he made the finals of that PTQ. Yeah, I didn't want to do that, so. <laughs> Making, almost winning a PTQ. That's not, that's not one. That's something I want to, I'm interested in doing. So basically what it comes down to is like, alright, so it got to the point where I was like, I was considering getting into the format. I was like, alright, it's a relevant thing, they're really pushing it, blah blah blah. They just are regulating the shit out of it. It really is like, how long has it been since the last ban? Like, three months? Not long. Maybe six. I don't know exactly. But three relevant months? The problem is that the, the real issue that we even hit on just there is that they banned pre in, in the middle of a season. We have, we have had a month of PTQs of Pro Tour qualifiers. And then they decide to ban the decks that are winning the Pro Tour qualifiers. And now it's like, oh, hey, next week, you want to go to this PTQ? I don't know. Do I? I have to build a whole new deck. Right. I don't even think that's the reasoning, though. They just took the decks that were winning the GPs, and they were just like, uh, Yuya, I mean, he's a great player, but look, he just keeps playing Jun, yeah. so he can obviously win with Jun. Let's let's find a card that only Jun plays a 4 of, and let's ban it. And that was Bloodbraid Elf. That, that was their reasoning. I, I think their I... reasoning was flawed, and that, that is what they ran with. I think that we still have more time to go. Honestly, I am super surprised that Emrakul did not hit the ban list. Nobody in cares this... about Emrakul. No, he is the single worst portion of the format. Uh, I, I don't think so. I don't he, know. He's it... re he's restricting the way that people build decks, not because of the way, not because of the card that he is, because he is oppressing the other fatties. Because the only fatty that anyone wants to play, that they're even trying to figure out how to play, is Emrakul. And if you give us all of Modern from Mirrored and Forward, they give us a good-ass fatty every single set. Every single three months, they give you some interesting fatty that you can try to play. So, well, Haas. Yes. At the PTQ you went to, how many Emrakuls did you lose to? Zero. Yeah, really? How many were in the top eight? 
Uh, I think zero. I don't think Tron top aided. Period. Really? That's so, weird. so if so I go back to the that impressive, huh? if I go back to the <laughs> the last top eight that I pl- played attention to, it was the one a, at, at Rick's shop, right? Uh, no, it, the Pro Tour, oh. the Pro Tour, not not even the PTQ season. It was Affinity versus Jund, and it it was a, it was a close match. And the only thing that broke it was Lotus Cobra going stronger into Thundermaw Hellkite over the top to beat Affinity. It was as uh, what was Alex- it the last the last P, uh, GP that was modern? Yeah, uh, red white blue flash one against Jun in the finals, and there was like what four Jun lists in the finals. And the, and the reason that they really listed to to target Jun in the first place is that Jun has been this oppressive fo- oppressive in quotes force over multiple form over multiple tournaments for the last couple of months. And people have, people have poo-pooed the fact, oh, well, it's only been a couple months. Well, Modern doesn't happen as often as other formats, so get over it. So you use the word oppressive. I do not think Jun was oppressive. I don't think it's oppressive either, but the fact is it keeps putting up results that are so... I think it's solid. That are so dramatic. That I, I would say solid, not oppressive. That it's, it's scary to have to go into the format and try to play it when... When that is, a, 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 like, because Chris Casby is famous for this. He doesn't like to play a format if he doesn't know what he's trying to attack and trying to beat. So when you when you actually have a target, when you're like, okay, I know my opponent is going to try to thought seize me and then play some value two drop and then play some value three drop and then blood braid elf me. That's their ideal curve. They'll probably have a Liliana or another removal spell or something because the, the whole thing about Jund was that it never had any bad matchups, and the thing is, Jund, ne- Jund even without Bloodbright Elf, will still be a real deck. I'm going to let you guys in on a secret. This is something we didn't post in the in the Facebook, and we haven't podcast about since we played the PTQ. I said that I was going to play Disruption Delver, and that I would have been testing it really heavily. I didn't play Disruption Delver at the PTQ. I played Jund. You know what I played Jund with? Four main deck Fulminator Mages. And my sideboard had three Huntmaster of the Fells and two Revelarks. The list was fucking off the wall revolutionary. I said, I said, Lingering Souls is freaking bad. I can't play it. It doesn't do anything. It's it's actually like it's a two for one in a way, but it's not a two for one in the way that Jun wants to be a two for one. And so I just didn't play it. And the matches I was losing to were Urzatron and Eggs. And I said, Fulminator Mage is the way that I can beat those. It gives me a little bit of value in the Jund Mirror. And so I'm just going to hope it's good enough. Ran four, four, four Fulminators main deck. I went five and one and then lost my win and in. And then couldn't get into the top eight. It was kind of a heartbreaker. And I was also the only Jund deck that was even close to breaking into the top eight. I lost a mono red, and I lost a Kiki Pod that had four Kiki Jiggies. I didn't. I didn't realize that Kiki Jiggy Pod had four X Kiki Jiggies in it. Well, most most of them don't, most and, them and most of them do not. And th- that guy went on to win a tournament. That's Ben Isger, and congratulations to him. I think he really deserved to win. I think he was very on top of the metagame there. But uh, I could not. Like he top decked a Kiki Jiggy, and just killed me. 
like he like end of turn resto angel kiki jiki and then i was dead I, and like we talked about it afterwards and i went over the play in my head a whole lot and i was like i don't i can't believe i lost like i, I don't think i made a bad play there he's like you didn't make a bad play you did everything jund is supposed to do i was just playing a better deck okay like and if if Birthing Pod with Kiki Jiki combo in it is the way to beat Birthing is the way to beat Jund with Bloodbright Elf. I was okay with that. I really like in the end, I was okay with losing to Mono Red and to Birthing Pod combo. But at the same time, I'm not sad that Bloodbright Elf is gone. I'm really not. It just it reduces the power level of Jund a whole lot, and I'm scared of what it. I'm scared of the bigger implications of what Wizards is doing to Modern and the way that they're treating the format because it betrays the player's trust in a big way. I mean, it's gotten to the point now where I just actually don't give a fuck what they do anymore. Like, they could, like, you know, for a long time I was like, oh yeah, unban everything, let people, like, have fun, be free with it. They could actually do that now, and I don't care. Like, but, but did you want to play before the bannings? Did you want to play before Blood Bright Elf? When I saw that Seething red white song? blue deck, I was like, yes. I, that's the thing. I would never sleeve up a Seething Song or a Blood Bright Elf. Those bannings actually don't matter to me. The thing, it's gotten to the point now where it's the principle. It's like, there's no reason for you to do this format and like bust your brain trying to break the format because they're just going to ban something in two weeks. It's, it's. I'll, I'll go ahead and say it now. Like, I've, every, every band that I've called and, and, uh, in modern, they've done. I mean, so I'm gonna go ahead and say that Kiki Jiggy's next on the block. Next band, Kiki Jiggy's gone. Kiki Jiggy, I think Emrakul is very close as well. No, Emrakul's not. Emrakul hasn't topped eight, a, a relevant event in fucking forever. The problem with Tron is they have okay. no disruption. Like they they can set up their Tron all they want and play Karn, but they have no disruption. I mean, I will say I played four deck, four main deck Fulminator mages and just destroyed them. So maybe Emrakul is not as big a deal as I think he is. But I honestly see Emrakul as a very large factor in the format. Well, I mean, sure, you can't, you can't even not... Seething Song into Through the Breach anymore. That's true. Which like, is I another mean, problem with Emrakul. With, with Seething Song gone, it makes Manamorphose, Goro Footsteps decks worse as well. Um, yeah, it's it's tough. I mean, like, Modern is a format that I'm... I d basically, I'm just... I was a very staunch supporter of it for a very long time. And at this point, I just don't know what to make of it anymore. Because if they're just going to keep banning cards out of nowhere... It makes you just not want to care. But No, no, no. It's not that I don't want to care. I really do want to care. I find it very disturbing that they're willing to, to drop cards for what looks like no reason at all. Like, if you're going to ban cards... When they banned Jason Stoneforge, they had detailed apologetic descriptions in multiple articles about why they Ooh, okay. did this. So here's the thing. And, and when this, they banned those this in Modern, time, though, this they, time, did those, they didn't give you that in Modern. The first time, when they introduced the format and they introduced the ban list, they had an apology. And then the Not next... the actual cards, though. And then in the next couple of times, especially when it was like, oh, well, Blazing Shoal ruined the Pro Tour... Or the funniest in the world. Yeah, or like Green Sun Zenith. That's actually, when they just decided that Modern was a joke format, when they banned Blazing. When Shoal. Blazing Shoal became when they, the when they card were just like, you know what? Format. We're just gonna joke the entire Magic community by banning Blazing Shoal. 
Like, you know what? Cool. You guys are actually just making it crystal fucking clear that you think this format is a joke, too. By making this joke banned. Cool. Good on you, Wizards. Have fun with your made-up fucking format. It's pretty frustrating that that's what it came to. So, so do you think they shouldn't have banned uh, Blazing Shoal? No. No, I think that that was what they had to do. No. They had to. Absolutely not. So you think they should have just let it run? Casby says yes. In, in fact, in fact should have just turn, killed you. Uh, yeah, no. no the, turn removal, two, the removal in standard is so good. No, turn one, Glistener Elf. Turn two, Blazing Shoal, Discard Reaper King, you're dead. Kill you? Yeah, no, that's a really, for, that's a really healthy uh, format. Half Exile stops that. Lightning Bolt stops that. There Great. are free removal spells in the format that stops that. What? what uh, gut Shot. So you have to play red... No. Or, or white, or white, or, you or, can't win. or, or gutshot, or you have to play with twenty life, or you can't win. I'm like, I'm saying, like, it I don't, like, like, that, that's I don't, want, no, it's no, just no, no. one of those decks that's just like, there's always going to be like, you know, okay, cool, there's combo. This decks. is the, this is the big difference. This uh, is the, this is the super big difference. It's what, it's what we have to bring the whole conversation it's around. So a deck to play with eight creatures. This is what we have to bring the whole conversation around to, Gatsby. Is that the. Modern is not Legacy. Legacy has a lot of pressure valves. It has Wasteland. It has Days. It has Force of Will. And those cards alone, in addition to other ones, there's a lot of other safety cards that, that do things, like Mazabeth and Tabernacle. And, like, it's a format that they're perfectly happy with letting combo exist and letting whatever crazy thing you want to do exist. And they haven't had to regulate it in the way that they have Modern. And because they regulate Legacy differently, where they say turn three and turn two kills are perfectly fine, it hinges on the fact that Days and Force of Will are cards that exist. It really does. And Modern has no access to anything like that. The moment that they banned Mental Misstep was a, was a pivotal moment where they said to themselves, we want Modern to be a format that you are allowed to play cards, that it will be interactive. We are no longer designing Magic the Gathering in a way that is fast and is reliant on the cards that you draw in your opening hand. We want your deck to, to rely on more interactive methods that are mostly creature combat well, so, okay. and tutoring type effects. I actually feel like they're just paying someone over at Wizards to just do stuff. That doesn't make it like just just to do stuff, and they're just doing something that makes sense, just so that they can undo it later. That's the layman's <laughs> that no, Casby. That's the layman's way to look at it. You know it. The fact is, they do a lot of a lot of research and a lot of looking at the formats. They're doing their best, and even though Eric Lauer did a very bad job of justifying these bans with a very short article, it is not a. It is not a bad decision to take these two cards out of the format. All right, so it's real. It, it, honestly, it, it, in the end, it is going to be a net positive, even if players are upset in the immediate. I, I, I agree, though. It felt like at the very beginning of modern, they put training wheels on the format, and then decks became too prominent for what they wanted. So they tried to take those decks out, and that's what they did with Jund. So they tried to take Bloodbraid out. To make Jun less prominent. I mean, this is basically the equivalent of them saying, Bitter Blossom is an okay card. And then them saying, oh crap, Bitter Blossom was not an okay card. 
it's the only and fairy says way better than no 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 it's it it it, they are on equivalent power levels hear me out if they allowed bitter blossom to be in the format from the beginning of the format people would have jumped straight to fairies i'm being one of them deal i am a i am a super duper spike yes I understand that I lost many different games, many different PTQs in the top eights. I lost many different top eight PTQ matches to a turn one wild Nakata. If you did anything else, I was wow. It sounds like a balanced. I was format. dead. I was dead. It sounds like a balanced format. Yeah, but again, this is this is the way the format was, and that is like that so. Was, rather than have a good control deck that beats the combo decks, where the combo decks beat the aggro decks, where the aggro decks beats the control deck. Instead of yeah. having a good open metagame like that, where it's a rock, paper, scissors, they're just like, well, let's just ban everything and just kind of see what happens. It's a tough, it's a tough situation to be in. It's so, so they... It's not tough at all. They so, just keep on... So they shut us out of... So, so Kazmi, what should be banned in modern? Right, like, I mean, do you want to... You know a- what? I can honestly say, I don't fucking care. I will not play this format. I actually give zero fucks about this format. And I don't fucking care what they do. They all can right. ban every card. They can unban every card. All right, that's I'm pr- not going to play the format. That's pr- not productive at all. That's what do you mean that's not productive? I mean, that's, D-sale. All, that's all I D-sale. wanted you to say in the end. Diesel, um, what should be banned in modern? I can't sh- say that What should be banned, be banned and what shouldn't be unbanned? What should be banned? I don't have the testing or knowledge to say exactly everything that should or all shouldn't right. be banned. I cannot give you a good answer there. All Honestly, right. I can't. But I think that the format is healthy. I think that in the end, this is a format that should be played. It should be a Grand Prix format. It should be a modern format. I'm not exactly sure if it should be a Pro Tour format. I think making it a Pro Tour format was premature. Well, I I think being a Pro Tour format is how you really boil it down and figure out what needs to go. And they, they actually get the pros to work at it. Yeah, that, that's when you really get the people they, to, they did that. to boil it down and break the format. And then you yeah. figure out, A, what needs to go. And they found out, A, preordained, ponder, too consistent, you're, Wait, di- you're dying on turn two or three. Blazing Shoal, too consistent, you die on turn two or three. Right. I mean, and those things, I agree, were, they were ways to make the format like come straight to the forefront. Because you put your best minds, I mean, you put it... Imagine this. You put a giant cash prize in front of a very a group of very, very smart people. They're going to figure out how to get it. They'll figure out how to win the They fight. will figure out a way to make their deck absolutely the best it can be. And when you, when it's just the PTQ formats, I don't want to shit on the entire PTQ format entirely and everyone that plays in it. But... People like the net deck. They're not like high level events. Like even even winning a PTQ is small potatoes to some very small group of pro tour elite players that like to top eight and win a lot of those events. Basically, PTQs is a big deal for the one person who won it. I mean, <laughs> like PT, like winning a PTQ. I, I'm going to be honest. None of us sitting at this table have won a PTQ. I've gotten close a couple of times, but I haven't done it. Everyone here is solid. Everyone, right? And, you know, it sucks to lose, but you get that close. But at the same time, the one guy who wins, if you really go and you like, you're like, well, you know what? I'm going to follow that guy. Kenny Mayer, I'm going to follow you. I'm going to I'm gonna see exactly how you did at that Pro Tour with, that you took from me, that you won. You won my Pro Tour invite. And then you look at him and you're like, oh. Uh, you won 0-6. 
Oh, you didn't, you didn't do good at all. Right. Why, why didn't you do good? You, you beat me. Why didn't you do good? You were obviously better than me. I'm like, well, shit. What if I went to the Pro Tour? Would I have done any better? Maybe not. Shit. The thing about the Pro Tour that's different about the DCP circuit is that at Pro Tours you play pros. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Like, you play people that professionally play the game and literally are making appearance fees for even sitting down and playing. Yeah, your, your quality of competition is a lot higher. And so, like, it, it sucks, but that's that's the level of people you're playing against. Is, is modern the best format right now? I don't think so, and I don't think so only because Wizards is messing with it a lot. You are not allowed to ban a card in the middle of a season. I think that I think that's just really bad business, and I think that they could have allowed the entire like. It seems premature, honestly. If they had banned it in June, I would not have been upset. At the end of the format, where they said we have an entire PTQ season's worth of evidence about it but for them to say we have four gps and like two star city events and all of them had all these jundex in them and a bunch of them won i don't think that that's good evidence to ban a card and specifically to ban bloodbraid elf when obviously we know that that's the card you should ban it's the card that they said what card does Jund have that no other deck has? Or that, that is the most powerful that targets it? Well, it's Bloodbraid. We know this. I'm not saying it shouldn't go. It seems premature. I would have liked to see the rest of the, the season complete with it. guys i mean, I, I play tested with people i think at this like point we should wrap this episode up and Dude, maybe we have, we've talked about maybe a we've third t- of what we we're supposed to talk that's about. right and we're gonna wrap this episode up and we're gonna send out another episode in the future but we're coming up on about an hour now and i feel like maybe we could just record another episode and put it out in the future and and and, and just put them in the can because i feel like we don't get a lot of the chances to record so this is our modern episode, Scrubland podcast episode number forty-three-ish. I don't actually know what number it is. All right, well I'm gonna go ahead and put this out here. Sure. If you guys have any modern brews? <laughs> wipe your ass with them. Casby doesn't give a shit. That's yeah, true. Don't play modern. Actually, don't care. Shit. Like, uh, I'm actually. We, we don't a, give I am a actually fuck. a strong proponent of people not playing this format, exactly like extended. So Wizards gives the fuck up on it. And figures out another format. It's not going to happen, Casper. Yeah, I, I disagree. I think modern is a great format. This format is here to stay. It's going to exist. They have they have literally plans for the Las Vegas Modern Masters Grand Prix. All right. Well, that was a fuck up because they, they it's pre- a fuck up. <laughs> they, it, the event hasn't even happened yet. They, they printed a bunch of cards you can't play anymore. That's kind of sad. 
that that is that is my disappointment in the bannings. Ah, oh, it's almost like Wizards don't know what the hey, fuck they're hey, doing. Hey, draft this storm, draft this storm this is, deck. You can't trust. actually play in modern. We draft should trust these, these guys. blood raid elves. You can't play in modern. Have they spoiled those cards uh, officially? No, but oh, so there's enough people talking. So about they literally it. have not spoiled those cards, and you're saying that I'd be willing to say that blood raid elf is in the set and seedling songs in the set. I would say the exact opposite, that they knew that these bands were coming for a very long time. Ooh, that's a lot that of confidence. It is. They, they knew these bands were coming for a long-ass time. Oh, wait a minute. So they already of, know what the next band card is? Because of the way that their restriction list works and because of the quality and approval lit, like functions of the DCI, they are only able to announce things due to a very strict set of rules. And that sure, because drunk right and that because right. because wizards and the DCI work so closely that wizards was not dumb enough to print cards like Seedling Song or Bloodbraid Elf in Modern Masters, which is a set that is not completely spoiled right now. That's going to do it for this episode. We're going to talk <laughs> about spoilers in the next episode, and we might even put these both up at the exact same time. So. You can reach us at scrublandpodcast at gmail.com. You can reach us on Twitter at, at scrublandcast. And we probably have one other thing that I'm forgetting. Email. I said that. Facebook. Facebook, which is at scrublandcast. But nobody uses our Facebook anymore, so who gives a shit? Don't, don't reach us on Facebook. We don't care about it. What? I, I, I use it. That's sad. I use Facebook as well. All right. Well, Facebook is great. If you if you hate yourself in life, you, you may be part of a class action lawsuit where they will give you yeah, ten dollars. Maybe get, get your money. Pay me. Yeah. Or or just give me the routing number to your checking account. That'd be don't, good too. Don't ask people for that. That's mean. If you want to email that to my account. I'm not going to stop you. I just drank too much weird shit today. I feel like I'm awful. Please don't do that. All right. This is the end of the episode, and we're going to go to the next episode. For the record, don't follow around pretty girls to just random bars and drink whatever they tell you yeah, to drink. Yeah, don't let them spill beer all over your shoes. Your blue suede shoes. Jesus Green. Christ. Green suede shoes. Good night. Uh,